Well, welcome to another uh, Community Life Church Church at Home uh, gathering. I'm Pastor Steve, and uh, our church is located at 1104 Pittsburgh Pike Road in Butler, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're one day closer to opening our doors uh, as this uh, virus starts to fade. And I want to rest assured to you that this virus is not a death sentence. Once again, I want to tell you that COVID-19 is not a death sentence. My 95-year-old mother-in-law has had the virus. She recovered. They took her to the hospital. She never went to ICU. Her temperature was 99, if you want to consider that a temperature. 99. She was a bit short of breath. She is 95. And so they had her on oxygen a couple of days, and that was it. It's, the good news is that she has been released, and she's now back at the personal care home. And I want to thank God the Father, Jesus, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I just give them glory for it. There is, I have to say, that uh, her biggest problem that she had was to determine uh, the call button and the television button. And so the nurses were constantly being called because she was, I have to say the nurses were great and very patient with her, praise God. And so, uh, but she's back home. Thank God for the healing power of Jesus. It is really amazing that, uh, well, let me tell you this. Pastor Mamie has a little bit more detail of uh, the episode on her faith moment, and you can find that on our website. Praise God, she is, Helen is back home, and uh, I, it's amazing what a praying church family can do and accomplish. There is true uh, protection when you are involved with a local church. And we are uh, offering you to come and check out Community Life Church. Uh, again, welcome to Community Life Church at home. And we want to say Happy Mother's Day to you. For everybody, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. All the moms out there, Happy Mother's Day. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Uh, I want to, uh, it's a very different Mother's Day, isn't it? Uh, used to be the restaurants were just packed. Uh, moms didn't have to cook. Hopefully, mom, if you love cooking, you're cooking. But if you're expecting a restaurant, maybe takeout, I guess. <laughs> oh, but it is different, isn't it? But, uh, I, uh, I really liked our, our tribute to the moms that we showed earlier. It's great. Oh, praise God. Both my parents are with Jesus. And uh, I, was, uh, I would always be talking to Jesus every once in a while. I would tell him very often. I said, uh, uh, would you go and tell my mom that I'm sorry? <laughs> you see, I grew up the black sheep of the family. And uh, I gave her a lot of grief, a lot of grief. I just, we rubbed each other and I was verbal, she was verbal. We did no cussing or anything like that. It was just a bit of resistance on my part. And uh, 
once again, I, I, if that's you, tell Jesus to go tell your mom you're sorry. <laughs> but in the meantime, if your mom is here, love on her. Love on her. Make this day as special as you can. Really, make this day as special as you can. Because it, she's worth it. She's worth it. She is worth it. So today, I, I'm going to start this message out. And the title of it is In His Strength. In His Strength. People are asking if uh, this is the end times. And my answer is yes, it is the end times. And I believe that God has, through this COVID-19 saga, has given everybody, all peoples, throughout the whole world, a wake-up call, a wake-up call. It, it really is time to get right with God. I think some people think they're safe because somewhere along the lines they said a prayer and so they, they think that that's the, the ticket to heaven. But God tells us in Philippians, open your Bibles up. I hope you have your Bibles. I hope you're reading your Bibles. At least I hope that you're listening to the Bible on your phone. Let's don't waste this time. This is, this is the wake-up call. It is the wake-up call. Let's go to Philippians. So then, my brothers, just as you've always obeyed, not as in my presence. See, it's easy to obey when the authority is right in front of you, isn't it? But now, he says, but now much more in my absence. This is where we're getting to. Just because you said a prayer doesn't mean that you're in. It says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling. I like this next part because sometimes we don't know how to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. It says, for it is God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. You see, God doesn't want you just to add him to your life. I, yeah, I'm, but I'm in control of my life. I do what I want. Yeah, and I get in trouble. I talk to God and ask him for help. And no, no. He is your life. If, you, if you're a Christian, he is your life. He's your life. The number one. He is your life. Again, he does not want to be added to your life. He wants you to give up your life and give it to him. This is good news. Because this is what Jesus says. I am the way. This is John 14. You'll have to look it up later. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, nobody comes to the Father except through me. So let's do it his way. Because his way is the way. The only way. Jesus says this in the book of Revelations. He says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God. Who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. 
Is he alive in you? Is he alive in you? Are you drawing your strength from him? Are you drawing your strength from him? Because it's available. It's available all the time. Now here's something else. I want you to take a look at this next scripture. It's Jeremiah. And we can, if you have run with footmen and they have tired you out, then how can you compete with horses? If you fall down in the land of peace, how will you do in the thicket of Jordan? Now let's analyze that. Let's take this COVID-19 as an example. Did it wear you out? Did it, did it knock you down? Did you, did you quit everything? Did you lock yourself up in the house? Not go out? Are you afraid? Are you fearful? Well, this might be talking about you. Yeah, it might be talking. You, listen, we've all had time to build ourselves up in the work. Uh, things have shut down. We're not doing things that are normal. So I'm telling you right now, it's important that we don't misuse this opportunity. We get into the word. Don't, don't, don't waste this opportunity. Because right now you could be built up in the Lord. You could have been working to build yourself up in your faith. You see, there's a battle going on. I'll get to this later and I'll say it again. But there is a battle going on. Two kingdoms are colliding and they're after your heart. One is, are you going to bow down to the fear of everything? Or are you going to release yourself and live your faith? And to live your faith, that means you know, you've got to know what the Bible says. Now, here's another thing that I want you to look at. Proverbs 24, verse 10 says this. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. How'd you like to hear that? Well, you're hearing it now, but it's from God. If, you're, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. The New Living Translation says this, and this, is, this, this could hurt. Where are we on this? Listen to what it says. You are a poor specimen if you can't stand the pressure of adversity. That's in the Bible. So how are we doing with this? <laughs> Don't be hiding in fear. Don't be hiding in fear. The title of this message is In His Strength. Let's not be a poor specimen, amen? Let's, let's grow up in Him to be last day's warriors, fearless. You can find the strength you need in Jesus. And that has to be you reading his word because he is the word made flesh and dwelt among us. And it's supernatural. His word is you're a spirit man. 
spirit woman. And his words are spirit and life. You need to feed on his word. That's how you build faith. That's how you build faith. Let's have confidence. And let's say this next scripture. He fills me with strength and protects me wherever I go. He fills me with strength and protects me wherever I go. You need to get that done in your heart. And that comes from reading the word, meditating on the word. Again, Jesus is, is, he is the word. So when you're reading the word, that life of Christ is being imparted to your spirit. And Christianity is so spiritual, people don't, don't understand. They don't get it. But I believe you're getting it. I really do. I believe you're getting it. Yeah. Because Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, he's omnipotent. He knows everything. Always has known everything. And he has placed you at this time, in this place, on purpose. Because the Bible declares he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings so that we have the ability to deal with what's coming our way. He wants you to know the word. He wants you to speak out who he is, who you are in him. So you could say, the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I fear? You've got to know that in your heart. You've got to get it deeper down inside of you. He wants you to know what he said. So we can navigate this time that we're in right now. But also be prepared for what's coming next. Because something is coming next. I want you to know that there's a God part to your faith life. And, and then there's our part to our faith life. It's not just God doing everything for you. You have to agree with him and work with him. You have to agree with him and work with him because when the word of God becomes real to you, your mind will be renewed with the word of God and your life will be changed. You'll start to live in the spirit, walk in the spirit. You'll start to have the fruit of the spirit come from the greater one who lives inside of you. I want to go back to Psalm 18, and we're going to read some scripture. This is really good news, and you need to get this deep down in your heart because this is talking about victory. This is talking about overcoming. And the Bible declares that there are some great things Jesus will do for those who overcome. You should find that out too. <laughs> All right, let's go back and read a portion of, of Psalm 18. I'm going to start on verse 28. You've turned my light on. I'm going to read from the Living Bible. You have turned my light, turned on my light. 
The Lord, my God, has made my darkness turn to light. That's good news. You can see where you're going. Now, in your strength, I can scale a wall and attack any troop. What a God he is. How perfect in every way. All his promises prove true. He is a shield for everyone who hides behind him. For who is God except our Lord? Who is, who but he is our rock, is our rock. Yes. He fills me with strength and protects me wherever I go. We read that. He fills me with strength and protects me everywhere I go. He gives me the sure-footedness of a mountain goat upon the crags. He leads me safely along the top of the cliffs. Listen, here we go. He prepares me for battle and gives me strength to draw a bow of iron. Mm. He prepares me for battle. The Bible declares in Genesis that God is a warrior. Our God is a warrior. He came, Jesus came, God in the flesh. He died a death of a sacrifice. The Bible declares he didn't open his mouth. He didn't stop it. Well, could have stopped it. But when he returns, he's coming back as a warrior with a robe dipped in blood. The Bible declares that his eyes will be like fire. He's coming back for his church without spot or wrinkle. Look what he says. He says, he prepares me for battle and gives me strength to draw an iron bow. You give me your salvation as my shield. Your right hand, O oh Lord, supports me. Your gentleness has made me great. You have made wide steps beneath my feet so I never slip. This is an intimate relationship with God. You, you acknowledging him in all your ways, and he'll lead you, he'll guide you. He wants the best for you. He wants to, you to understand what the best is. He wants you to understand what success is. Success is not what the world tells you. It'll lead you astray. Look at him. So my feet never slip. Look at verse 37 here. I chased my enemies. See, he's, he's, he's made me a warrior. He's made me into a warrior. I chased my enemies, caught up with them and did not turn back until they were all conquered. Mm. Didn't run away from them. Didn't hide from them. It says what? I caught up with them. I chased my enemies. I caught up with them and did not turn back until they were all conquered. I pinned them to the ground. All were helpless before me. I placed my feet on their neck. For you have armed me with strong armor for battle. My enemies quail 
before me and fall defeated at my feet. You made them turn and run. I destroyed all who hated me. They shouted for help, but no one dared rescue them. They cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer them. So I crushed them, fine as dust, and cast them to the wind. I threw them away like sweepings from a floor. So now the question is, how does this become real to us? Because this is really a description of who you are as a Christ follower. Fearless in battle, strengthened, surrounded by God's armor. How does it become real? How does it become real to us? By putting his word into our heart. Just because you read it once doesn't get in your heart. You've got to meditate it. You've got to get it deep in your spirit. Meditate on it. Go over it. Read, 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 read. There are times when I have read two verses and just reread them, reread them, reread them. Two verses. Reread them. Re you know why? Because God was talking to me with that. I wanted those verses to become a part of who I am. Something alive and living in me. What we just read can come alive in you. <laughs> See, Christianity is incredibly spiritual. And if you don't think so, you won't get it. Because the Holy Spirit is the teacher of the church. The Holy Spirit reveals to our spirit truth. Honest truth. You know, you get this in your heart, you're going to holler out, Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. That's empowering. You're no longer hiding but you're out and about. But listen, listen very carefully. Our fight is not with flesh and blood. Do you understand that? People are not your enemy. It's what is motivating them. And those are spirits, enemy spirits. Our fighting is in a spiritual war. Now fear is a spirit. Has fear grabbed hold of you? Are you staying inside? Are you wearing a mask? Are you afraid to touch somebody? Oh, I can't go into the store anymore. Uh oh, somebody's coming. I'm running away. Well, I would suggest you read Psalm 19, 18, Psalm 18 over and over and over again. <laughs> Then you could say the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You know the Bible declares that you. If you've taken Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are God's righteousness. Through Jesus Christ. And it's simply because you believe it. Do you think a virus can stay on the righteousness of God? Think about it. 
See, the fight is for your heart. Whether they can push you into fear and hiding, or you're going to rise up with the Word of God, the knowledge of who you are in Christ, and walk in faith. Because when you walk in faith, you walk in power. You know, Jesus said there's going to be wars, rumors of wars. It's, it's kingdom against kingdom, and this is what it is. That fight for your heart is kingdom against kingdom. So these things really shouldn't surprise us as Christians. It shouldn't surprise us. I, I want to ask you, please, read Matthew 24, read Matthew 25. This is the way you know what's coming. This is the way you know you can stand strong. You know it's coming. It is coming. Again, because Jesus is Alpha and Omega. He knows the beginning and end. He is the beginning and end. He's placed you and I here on purpose because he knows the gifts he gave us. We can handle what's going on. And I have to say, we are in a land of peace because there are other countries that are actually martyring Christians. They're killing them. They're setting them on fire. So listen, just because somebody defriended you on Facebook because you put a scripture up, I hope that doesn't worry you. I hope that doesn't bother you. Because our brothers and sisters in other countries are in prison because of their faith. Let's, let's be strong in the Lord. Let's, let's let this Psalm 18 be who we are. It says we chase our enemies. We go after them. We confront them. We speak the truth in love. It's a kingdom against kingdom fighting for your heart. As Christians, we have to know who we are in Christ. We have to know what he has given us, the authority that he has given us in his name. We must exercise it. But what happens is that most Christians don't read the Bible to their shame. You see, Jesus is going to come back with a reward. And our hope is if you're involved with this church in any way that you receive a full reward. We teach this way. But you can't be a Christian here on Sunday, sitting here, then mingling with all our your family and so forth, and then go and live like the devil and think that you're going to be able to speak to this demonic influence You've got to live your Christian life. You've got to crucify your flesh. You've got to build yourself in the Spirit. You build yourself in the Spirit by reading the Word of God. Amen? <laughs> Therefore, you can exercise your authority that Jesus gave you. Because Jesus died for us to give us this authority, we have to be aware that we're in the end times and Jesus Christ is the soon coming king.
It's time that we stop hiding and we glorify the king. And the question is, are you ready to meet him? And for those who are Christians, are you guys, are you a doer of the word? A doer of the word, first of all, knows what the word says. If I was to ask you, did, have you read the Bible all the way through? Have you, if, if you're a Christian and you, you've been a Christian for 10 years and haven't read the Bible through, you better get on it. You better get on it. You know, no, no matter what comes our way. The Bible declares that we overcome him, the devil, by our faith. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. But it also says that we don't even love our own lives, even to death. And the only way you're going to know how to do that is if you truly know Jesus. Because absent from the body means present with the Lord. <laughs> and if it comes to a place like our brothers and sisters who are in jail, this is what it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39. For I am persuaded beyond a doubt, I'm sure, that neither death nor life, nor angels or principalities, nor things impending or threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So let us boldly proclaim him. Let us boldly proclaim him. No more hiding. It's time to get strengthened and go on attack. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now listen, for those of you who are not Christians, you've already been separated from the love of God. Now you, listen to me carefully. You might have bumped up against it sometime in your life. You might have felt it sometime in your life. Uh, but the truth is you're separated from that love because in Christians the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart he doesn't take it away and as you start to love him allow him to deal with your life allow him to really deal with your life He'll change from fear to faith. Fear to faith. Fear to faith. If you're wanting this love, really, if, it, if you want his love to hold you, to strengthen you in good times and bad times, he's willing. He's willing. I don't care what you've done. He's willing. He is willing. He said you must be born again. You must be born again. He's talking about your inner man, your spirit. He's the only one that can take out that stony heart. 
and put in a heart of flesh. He'll recreate your spirit. And you'll be able to commune with him and yield to his spirit because he'll place himself inside of you. His spirit will come inside of you. Changed my life. You know what? He'll do it now. He'll do it right now. He'll do it right now. Just bow your head and say this prayer with me. He'll do an inward work in your heart, in your spirit. Let's bow your head. Just say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. And I ask you for forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my savior and follow him as my Lord. From this day forward, I ask you to guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> the risen Christ by his spirit just did the greatest miracle a human being could ever have. If you said that prayer, you're a new creature in Christ. Old things pass away, all things become new. And all things are of God. Your sins are forgiven, brother and sister. If you said that prayer, I'm asking you to contact us. Let us know. We want to help you in any way we can. And for sure, understand the day is coming soon where we'll open up the doors and we'll meet face to face. God is good. Father, I pray for every mom out there right now. I pray their hearts are strong in you. I ask that your strength be released upon them. I pray for everybody now, Lord. I pray that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they would know you. They'd walk in your ways. They'd be sensitive to your spirit, that they'd hear you speak to them, guide them and lead them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we'll see you next week. Same place. <laughs> Please check out our website. Plenty of stuff for kids. It's really important that you build your children up. If we're facing things that are difficult in 10 years, they're going to face things that are more difficult. We never thought that the world would shut down over a virus. What's going to happen in 10 years? Jesus knows. And if you prepare your children now, they'll be leaders and draw men and women into the kingdom with power. Moms, dads, you're in my responsibility. All right, I'll talk to you later. God's good. Hallelujah.